three, two, one. Howdy, hot shots. Welcome back to Anyone Can Run, the podcast all about cerebral cultivation, aka establishing our marathon mentality both on and off the race course. I am your host, True Bros, aka Gabe, aka the bro who built a Dragon Ball Z Christmas tree in 2022, and I am an NCCA certified personal trainer, YouTuber, and sneakerhead who specializes in helping clients reach their health and fitness goals. This podcast covers everything new members of the running community need to know to dominate their first race, whether it's a 5K, full marathon, or anything in between. We also discuss how to establish our marathon mindsets, because our journey on the road to Gainesville is just one small part of who we are as individuals. Apart from the weather, which has been unusually cold this time of year in Central Texas... I've always been a big fan of the holiday season and the flipping of the calendar from one year to the next. Something about the idea of the new year is, at least in my head, inextricably intertwined with the potential, optimism, and hope I always attempt to default to whenever the promise of something new is on the horizon. These past couple months have been a bit of a whirlwind for yours truly, and towards the middle of November, my allergies got the best of me, and I had to contend with a sinus infection, not tons of fun. This meant I wasn't really doing much for a two-week period around Thanksgiving. Then I took a pair of trips to Las Vegas and then New York City, at which point I came home, dove back into work, and it was time for us to lock down due to poor weather here around Christmas time. I mention all this to give a bit of context as to my next statement. After not running the New York City Marathon this year due to injury, I ended up taking off about a full month, maybe six weeks, from any sort of working out. As someone who views exercise as their quote-unquote me time, it felt weird. But considering I was sick for the first, really, two weeks or so, it didn't really strike me as a particularly big deal. As I resumed traveling, and believe me, I was grateful to be feeling good to be able to travel and not have to risk getting anyone else sick around me, I began viewing this extended hiatus from pounding the pavement and working the upper body as an opportunity for me to look forward to 2023. Considering this is the time of year where most people begin reflecting on the previous 12 months, I viewed this as a sort of two birds, one stone opportunity in regards to our discussion today. I'd like us to both reflect on the previous year, everything that went according to plan, all the miles and medals we racked up, as well as the things that maybe didn't turn out the way we had hoped or envisioned. I'd also like us to set the tone for 2023 by coming up with our personal mantras, our word of the year, and setting a list of goals. And we'll dive into the context or the logic behind, or at least my reasoning, I don't know if I'd call it logic, but my reasoning behind us having a word of the year, 
a mantra of the year, and then setting our goals for the next 365 days. As I sit and compose today's conversation, it is Sunday, January 1st, 2023. As I'm thinking about how I want to mentally approach this year, the first thing that comes to mind is all the time off I took during November and December due to a combination of travel and illness. We've touched on this before, but I'm not a big fan of interruptions to my usual routine. I'll readily admit it. Obviously, travel is an exception to this rule, But being sick is uh, always dejecting, to say the least. I encountered a couple extended breaks this year for a plethora of reasons. And as the calendar inched closer towards 2023, I decided to view these interruptions to our regularly scheduled gain sessions as an opportunity to gain some much-needed physical and mental rest. I've always found the biggest sources of anxiety or depression or whatever negativity I'm experiencing starts when I begin to get too deep in my own head, meaning I'm not expressing or articulating my feelings in a positive way, nor am I seeking guidance from anybody else who may have been there before. I'm just kind of sitting and stewing and going down the mental rabbit hole. Tell me if you've been through that one before. Now, obviously, I don't mention this to try and discount or trivialize any mental issues some may be contending with. I just bring this up because this is a pattern that I've noticed I've fallen into over the years. And I'm simply vocalizing what I've noticed and what the root cause is and what's worked for me. Today is the first day of a brand new year. And before we dive into discussing the actions that I've undertaken as a result of these observations we just touched on, let's kick things off by discussing our word and our mantra of the year. In the last year, I think I went with something like domination or dominate or something along those psychomaniac lines because I wanted all of us to get aggressive to be like the Batman and be brave and bold. However, with all the time off to reflect in 2022, for this year, my word of the year is peace. And my mantra is to prioritize peace of both mind and body. Now, before you jump on Instagram and accuse me of going all new age spiritual and releasing a line of patented True Bros energizing crystals or something like that, let me just clarify what I mean by this word and this mantra. I know that I have a tendency to both be hyper-aggressive in my endeavors, but also overly cautious when it comes to measuring the opportunity cost of a specific decision or evaluating some type of risk mitigation. When I want something over the past 30 plus years, I've noticed that I tend to be like Vegeta and I prioritize my pride. I'm not a Saiyan, but I think you get what I mean by that, which in turn leads to me taking on too much, pushing myself too hard. Sometimes, although I will admit this isn't something that I fall into 
overly frequently is sometimes I'll get to in my own head when deciding what to do. And I'll find myself occasionally making decisions which I know could have a negative impact on me down the road, like staying up too late, not eating intelligently, or skipping a a workout when I don't really have a reason to. I just don't get up, you know? This may sound like a tangent, but of course, bear with me. As you're brainstorming how you want to mentally approach this year, I want you to think about the personality traits you're drawn to mentally. I don't mean the type of person you're attracted to or anything like that. I mean the specific actions another individual takes that you like or that you respect or that you would even want to emulate. For example, I mentioned the Dragon Ball character Vegeta. He has a tendency to prioritize his pride. This means in fights, of course I'm talking about an anime here, but... In fights, he doesn't back down, even when he knows he has no chance of winning, which sometimes works in his favor, but more often than not leads to him getting owned. Now, given not everyone may be as familiar with a specific anime character, allow me to shift gears and give some real-world examples. For the entertainment, scientific, media community, whatever you call it, I enjoy hearing Neil deGrasse Tyson whenever he does interviews because he encourages people to consider all perspectives and then really pushes people to make their own decisions. Another media personality I'm a fan of is Eric Bischoff. If you're wherever into wrestling or know about WCW, you know Eazy-E. And I'm a big fan of his for a myriad of reasons. But whenever explaining specific decisions he's made in the past, he is known for saying, quote, context is king which is absolutely true. I'm also a big fan of the YouTuber Mr. Beast because while he does tons of big and outlandish things, he also does quite a bit of charity work. And I can confirm that I own most of the merch that he sold through his Beast Philanthropy channel. In fact, I just did an order like three days ago for his newest video. I know that I have a tendency to qualify my statements and I give context whenever discussing a specific decision because my goal is to help every single one of you psychomaniac listeners cultivate your personal marathon mindset. So these are traits that I admire or I, I respect that I see other media personalities have. But I kind of already strive to do all that. So the reason I encourage you to think about the traits that you admire or that you're drawn to So you can begin the process of incorporating those because I want you to become the sort of person that you admire. On that same topic, one of my many life mantras is to live my life like I'm the main character of a movie. And a character can be tough and strong, but if they're jerks or cold or callous, you aren't really rooting for them. Sure, You might watch a show where everybody's kind of a bad guy or they don't have redeeming qualities. And you might want to see where their journey takes them. But if you don't like, identify, or empathize with at least one character, at least for me, it becomes much more difficult to be emotionally invested in their journey or their actions. The second we stop considering how our actions can be perceived is, in my opinion, 
when we begin the process of becoming out of touch, losing touch, becoming detached, whatever word you believe is most appropriate to describe someone who doesn't really care about others. I touch on this because it's important to be cognizant of our actions and our perspective as we are wholly in control of these two facets of our personality, even if it doesn't always feel like that's the case. Earlier, we discussed a couple of examples, or I guess three examples, of traits that I admire in others that I'm regularly practicing. But life is a journey of constant improvement, so it's not like I have nothing to work on in 2023. I discussed how my mantra of the year is to practice peace. And over the years, I've seen people practice peace or get peace of mind or unwind or relax in many ways that I respect, but some of which I know just don't work for me. For people who like to lounge around, watch shows, to read books, to consume content, to zone out, right? For many people, that's how they choose to unwind or just clear their headspace. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I have no qualms about watching a show or two, but I know that for me, after a relatively short amount of time, I inevitably find myself mentally bored, wanting to physically do something, to be stimulated mentally or physically, whether it be working on something or even just getting up and cleaning around the house. This predilection, the need to do something, has intentionally led to my wearing myself down more often than I'd like to admit over the years. My desire to reach my goals or achieve what I want has occasionally led to frustration, exhaustion. Heck, it's the whole reason we frequently discussed the concept of balance during our aggression is good conversation. For 2023, I don't want to ease off the throttle. I know that'd be a recipe for driving myself crazy. But I want to stop trying to bulldoze every impediment or brick wall I encounter as I've a tendency to do or at the very least attempt to do. For example, last night, New Year's Eve, was brutal from a food perspective like I'm sure it was for many of you. All types of stuff I never eat was just right in front of me, and of course, I consumed it in absurd amounts, which meant that I woke up feeling less than stellar in the stomach department. Additionally, given I'm fortunate enough to be off from work today and tomorrow, I knew I wanted to accomplish just a couple things, right? Knock out my regular workouts, go to the grocery store, and compose this week's conversation to begin 2023 on the right foot. It tends to take me somewhere in the range of half a day to a full day to compose an episode of Anyone Can Run, regardless if I have an outline or not. While this isn't a tremendous amount of time in the grand scheme of things, this has to contend with competing priorities of mine, such as work, family, errands, other types of content which require less time and effort to produce. Typically, This means if something has to give, it tends to be our discussions here. So that's why we don't always stick to that bi-weekly cadence. And for that, I apologize. I mention all this because the 2022 iteration of me, the me of three days ago, the me of a week ago, would have just woken up, 
brewed coffee, lounged for 30 minutes to an hour like I normally do, and then just forced myself to go out and pound the pavement despite my stomach feeling less than great. Odds are this would have been fine because I've done this countless times over the years. However, there's a fair chance that that workout may not have been as productive as I would have wanted. For the 2023 me, that sounds kind of weird, but for the 2023 version of True Bros, who is prioritizing peace of both mind and body, this means I began composing today's conversation after kicking the day off with a pair of tacos and scheduling my workout for this afternoon. This change may seem minuscule, and I'll admit, it doesn't seem like a colossal leap, but it's a big deal for me. I've constantly pushed through for years, and now I'm fortunate that I can mentally kind of flip that switch and turn on and push if I need to, but I want to reserve that for when I truly need to. For years, I've felt like a duck on the water, right? I'm sailing smooth, and it looks effortless, but under the surface, I'm pedaling a thousand miles an hour. Tired of constantly pushing. And while I may feel balanced, having an unexpected interruption, like when we took our impromptu hiatus earlier this spring, that led to me kind of mentally spiraling out of control. Now, it's not to say that those feelings of negativity aren't natural or normal or justified or anything like that, because you feel the way you feel, right? But the way I see it, if I had truly reached the point where my perspective was exactly where I want it to be, then these slight interruptions wouldn't cause my confidence or my comfort to collapse like a card castle with a gentle breeze. I sincerely believe in both my mind and heart of hearts that I don't need to prove anything to myself anymore. However, I don't feel like the body has caught up with that or... I guess that while I think that, I haven't truly gotten to a point where I feel that way. Meaning, I'll feel those instinctive reflexes, like I'm in the state of autonomous ultra instinct. Apologies, I've been watching a ton of Dragon Ball. So what I mean by that is, like this morning, I felt the desire to just say, well, time to go, and push myself to go out for the day's run. But nah, 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 we ain't doing that in 2023. The plan is to prioritize peace of both mind and body. So if I need to wait a little bit or switch to another workout, then I'll do so. Last summer, I remember pushing so dang hard when I was training. Even when the weather was just absolutely disgusting. And I felt great prior to my illness and then subsequent injury. But... And, and odds are I would have been fine mentally come race day, but I don't know that for sure. Maybe I was pushing too hard, and by the time I get there, I'm burned out. Maybe not physically, but mentally. So be, because of all this, I'm making a conscious effort to shift my natural inclinations to something more peaceful, or at the very least, balanced. As we discuss all the time in our little corner of the internet, who we are outside the gym is infinitely more important than who we are inside. 
Because of this, I think it makes sense to spend a few minutes discussing how I intend to transpose this philosophy to other aspects of my life to hopefully serve as an example for you psychomaniacs. Now let's talk about one of the only subjects I seldom discuss. Money, cold, hard cash, dinero, whatever you want to call it. Now don't get it twisted. I have a professional career outside of content creation. I don't have millions of followers on any platform, so I don't have any brand deals or advertising revenue. And I say all that so you know that I'm not exactly rolling in the dough. <laughs> now that being said, I am fortunate enough to have a professional career where, if I'm smart with my money, can not only pay for the necessities, but I also have a little extra left over for shoes or traveling or what have you. But the key word there is smart. Spend enough time with me, or listen to enough of our conversations here, I guess, and it's no secret that I'm a hardcore nerd. I love Lego, anime, video games, sneakers, working out, and I sure as heck love cool items related to any of those topics and a whole lot more. Hint, hint, Star Wars, just for the record. Additionally, our house is, I would say, fairly bare as far as decor is concerned. And although I've gotten more judicious over the years with my purchases, I still feel as if I'm randomly buying too much stuff. I bring all this up because although money is far from the most important thing in the world, I've been unable to eat and I've been able to afford a vacation or two twice a year and I much prefer the latter. Additionally, to have peace of mind stemming from a semblance of financial security has always been my ultimate goal. So, to me, this means getting even smarter with the funds. This means I need to chill out on the purchases, not necessarily go cold turkey, but set a budget for those discretionary items and ensure that I stick to that. A big pitfall I've seen people do over the years is set goals or guidelines or whatever you want to call it for themselves, and then see that person not stick to those goals and then feel guilt or remorse or frustration as a result of that inability to meet said goals. I've fallen into this trap many times over the years and over the past couple, I've been able to pretty much break free from this habit of getting inside my own head. Now, when I don't meet a goal, it's more of a shoulder shrug and a Ah, well, let's begin to reflect on why I came up short. That small shift in perspective has done wonders for me mentally. We fully control how we choose to perceive and react to the world around us. I've made a conscious effort to view all of my experiences in a more or less neutral light, such as considering them learning opportunities as opposed to positive or negative, and doing this has helped me find the balance that I was missing for years. Now, of course, this is all anecdotal, and it's just what I found works for me. But I believe it's important to detail the context and results these types of decisions have made to hopefully serve as a useful example to you. You pick and choose what's beneficial, and then you ignore the rest. Now, we are a podcast dedicated to cultivating our marathon mindsets, and I feel as if today's conversation has been very philosophical or heady, and that's certainly not my intention. 
Thus far, we've been discussing the idea of my mantra for 2023. I like to think of a mantra for a year as being akin to an ultimate objective, a mission statement, or perhaps a guiding principle is more accurate. About 10 minutes ago, I just posted on the Anyone Can Run Instagram, pardon the shameless plug, and in that post, I detailed my five goals for the year of our gains 2023. I want to reach at least 500 subscribers on YouTube, which is only a couple hundred away from where we're at, so not very ambitious. <laughs> Drop at least 20 episodes of our bi-weekly podcast, which, you know, 26 weeks in a year, I think I could do, I mean, 52 weeks in a year, I could do 26, right? If I do 20, I think I can do 20 a year. So let's get back because I'm now I'm getting off track. <laughs> so reach 500 subscribers on YouTube, drop at least 20 episodes of Anyone Can Run, maintain my streak in Duolingo as I'm over a year practicing the Espanol, dominate the New York City Marathon, and lose weight. When it comes to goal setting, I like every goal to be measurable, realistic, and attainable. Although I'm not a big fan of setting any sort of goal related to weight loss, I know that I'm feeling absolutely atrocious because I've just been gorging pretty much over the past couple months and not really working out. And I know I'm too heavy for my own good. I can feel it. As a result, I'm not going to say lose X number of pounds or anything like that here on our podcast. I just want to get to a place where I'm feeling real dang good and my doctor says everything's copacetic weight-wise. While my goals are personal and measurable, my word for the year is peace. And the mantra is practice peace. This means while I'm working towards these goals over the next year, I remain cognizant to practice peace and not fall in those old habits of pushing too hard wearing myself out, and then consequently sliding into a negative headspace, which does me no favors. It means prioritizing me. And given the history of our conversations here, how I'm always harping on the ability of us to control our perspective and preaching about our need to continually improve, you may believe that True Bros prioritizes himself day in and day out. To an extent, that's certainly true. If there's something I don't want to do, I ignore it. <laughs> I spend my leisure time working on things which bring me joy. And I try not to measure anything else in this world by the standards I've set for myself in my own head. However, when it comes to my relationship with other human beings, I haven't always been so hardline. A couple of my life philosophies I've shared over the years are... This one's from Doctor Who. Always try to be nice, never fail to be kind. And the second, I can't remember where I, if I heard it somewhere or what, but it's, I'm not better than anybody else, but ain't nobody better than me. In my personal life, I'll tell all of y'all right now, I ain't the nicest dude to be around. I prioritize being direct, but I don't do that bull where people try to use that as an excuse for like, being a jerk and saying what's on their mind without consideration as to how it will be received. I don't always verbalize how I feel, except when it comes to my partner, 
And the primary reason I, I, opt, I opt against this isn't because of an inability to do so or because I'm not sure about how I'm feeling. It's simply because actions speak louder than words. And to me, intent isn't very valuable. It's not worth that much. When it comes to relationships with others, I tend to be very action-oriented. I have no qualms being the emotional rock for people, at least historically. But over the past couple of years, it's been really exhausting from an emotional standpoint. And I'm starting to notice that some of those relationships, in my eyes, feel very one-sided. Now, relationships to me, and I know we're kind of getting off topic here, so I apologize. But trust me, we're going we're gonna to bring it back around. Relationships to me are all about effort and communication. And while I certainly don't expect anyone else to exert the exact same style or amount of effort or communicate the way I do, I expect something to be reciprocated. So I've been gathering receipts in my head of others not always doing this to me over the past few years. I decided for 2023, I'm done with all that. If someone never communicates or never exerts effort or only hits me up when they want something, psh, I don't need them around. I don't need them in my life. And I know this sounds like a huge personal tangent, but when it comes to my interpretation of my personal mantra for 2023, to me, practicing peace means focusing on me physically, mentally, and emotionally. Now, it sounds weird to say emotionally, but there's always an aspect of emotion when you're talking about dealing with other human beings. Now, I vehemently believe that time is the most valuable resource any of us have on planet Earth. And for this year, I plan to not waste any of it. Now, I'll never tell any of you psychomaniacs what you should do. I'll simply do my best to serve as an example and hopefully serve as a jumping off point so you can benefit from my personal and professional experience as a personal trainer. Don't get it twisted. I'm not a medical professional or mental health professional or anything like that. I mention all that because I know that I tend to be very hardline with things. When it comes to work and the career, I'm always sticking to the guidelines. I ensure the content I produce, both in my personal and professional life, adheres to my standards and feels like something I would do. I cut people out from my life who aren't worth my time, but I'm always present if somebody asks me to show up who means a lot. I know these are all random examples, but like we say all the time, who we are outside the gym matters so much more than who we are inside of it. That hard line I take in many aspects of my life consists of me operating within the confines of my environment, doing everything in my power to reach my goals. Sometimes it's bulldozing, sometimes it's taking a step back and coming up with a creative solution. I produce everything to the best of my ability and all that, right? Like if I take all those personality quirks, the me being hardline, sticking to rules, doing everything, working my tail off to reach my goals. All of that is the reason I became such an aggressive psychomaniac as far as my health and fitness journey is concerned. If you ask me, it's not a stretch to see how a self-aware, control freak and workaholic absolutely dove headfirst into something where they have total control. 
such as how much time and effort are exerted while working out. This is why it's important, in my eyes, to remain cognizant of your predilections, your personality quirks, and for us to develop an intricate self-awareness of what makes us tick and how our mind works. This affords us the ability to not only incorporate all of that into our health and fitness journey, to ensure we remain engaged, but to help us catch ourselves if we start going down the wrong path. Now, I know we're jumping around a little bit, but I think it's useful to provide this context to illustrate why I made this decision to prioritize peace for me in the year of our gains 2023. The concept of a New Year's resolution is, a, is one I'm a big fan of. And I've been able to stick to a couple that I've made over the past few years, such as rolling out before every run and practicing yoga once a week. But to me, those types of resolutions, right? Roll out before everyone. Oh, I'm going to get better. I'm going to do this. I'm going to improve this. Those don't sound ambitious or personal enough, if that makes sense. Sure, it's been great for my health and fitness for me to roll out before every run and to do yoga, but it's not necessarily, but those two things aren't necessarily helping me progress in a manner in line with my expectations or my desires. Deciding on my mantra for the year was something inherently personal and was spurred from me really taking some time to think about what I need to continue to progress, and perhaps most importantly, feel successful over the course of the upcoming year. I know that I have a tendency to push myself, and although I'm cognizant of this, I've never really made a concerted effort to stop that behavior. This year, I'm planning to rein this in in all aspects of my life. I plan to rest or switch up my workouts if I'm not feeling 100%, to take the time to do things which help keep me sane and not let it fall to the wayside because I want to be there for others or because of work or because of whatever. I want to ensure I'm opting for positivity in each decision I make, every conversation I have and all the content I produce, and I want to do what's best for my physical, mental, and emotional well-being. I bring up all these personality quirks and I bring up all the things that I'm cognizant of because I've no qualms having that type of conversation with myself, with admitting what the shortcomings are, where I need to improve. And it's not fun sitting in your closet while it's getting pretty dang warm and vocalizing all of that, but I do it because hopefully that would spur you to do the same if you've been hesitant to do so. If you have a bad habit like Ed Sheeran would talk about that you know you have a tendency to slide back into or that you have a tendency to do whenever you're not in feeling at your best, let's do something about it. I'm sitting here in the closet saying all this for the interwebs because the goal, as always, is to serve as an example for you. Now, earlier we touched on the idea of us seeing a trait someone displays we're drawn to and that we want to emulate. But I see now that I didn't give an example of something that I'd like to begin practicing. Now, the primary content I like to consume on social media 
so TikTok, YouTube, whatever you want to call it, is centered around positivity. I like content where people help someone who's down on their luck, where they raise money for charity or they do something crazy for charity, where they ensure children are educated and protected and, you know, have everything they need to focus on school, you know, kind of the feel good content like that. Now, truth be told, it was all those types of videos that Mr. Beast was de- was uh, making probably two or three years ago, which made me begin following his work. And most of the TikToks that I follow are individuals doing something similar. I mention this because while I know I don't have the funds or time or technical capability to create that type of content, my emulating that or the the way in my head that I attempt to emulate that behavior is to ensure that the content I create, whether it's a conversation here or even just a review of a pair of shoes on YouTube, even if it's a pair of shoes I'm not fond of, right? I want all that content that I produce to be constructive and framed in a positive manner. The mantra I've adopted is to practice positivity but I encourage you to take stock of 2022. I'd assume, as a long-time listener, if you're brand new here, welcome and thank you for smashing that download button. But for you long-time listeners, I assume that you created some concrete and actionable goals at the start of last year, and odds are you either knock them out. Heck, even if you weren't a listener, you probably had an idea of some goals you wanted to dominate in 2022. And I'm guessing you either checked all of them off as completed, missed a few, or the more likely scenario, it was a combination of the two, right? Maybe you knocked some out, maybe some you weren't able to complete. When it comes to evaluating your progress on the goals you set last year, I believe we should attempt to do this as objectively as possible. For example, let's say for 2022, you set a goal to run twice a week, every single week, and you didn't stick to it. Why not? If this was due to injury or illness like it was for me throughout the year, hey man, some things are outside of our control and life happens. Now, if you were otherwise fine and didn't run twice a week, was it because of your schedule? Is going out for a run too much of a time sink? What, with the applying sunblock and the showering and all that? Was it because you don't really enjoy running? So that goal wasn't in line with your predilections. Perhaps the summer was just downright abusive like it was in Central Texas, right? It can be difficult to try and evaluate reasoning or justification as objective as possible. It can be difficult to do that objectively without making it sound like an excuse. But if you can't be honest with yourself, I don't see how you can be honest with anyone else. And to be frank, I don't see any benefit in lying to yourself. You, the person who is listening to this podcast right now, and I apologize, I don't speak every language, so I can't tell this to everybody on planet Earth, (laughs) but you, you deserve to be the best possible version of yourself you can be, and only you truly know why you kicked off your journey on the road to Gainesville. Only you know your reason for choosing to live a healthy and fit lifestyle. And my goal, as we kick off 2023, and I'm sitting in the closet and I'm having to kick off my shoes because it's getting too hot, and I'm talking into this microphone, my goal for this year 
is to help you take a step back and identify what you want to accomplish, why you want to accomplish, hopefully serve as a useful example to help you reach those goals for yourself. Over the course of 2023, I want to practice peace in all aspects of my life. I want to continue to work towards reaching the goals I've set for myself personally, professionally, and with my creative endeavors, but I don't want this to come at the expense of my well-being like it has over the course of my life, historically. I no longer want to give too much to other people when the effort or communication isn't reciprocated, and I know for many, that's much easier said than done. For me personally... Honestly, it's not that difficult because I learned and I believed for a really long time that actions speak louder than words. My hope here is that the conversations we have on a mostly bi-weekly cadence prove useful to you in some fashion, but they never will if you don't make a concerted effort to prioritize you. And I apologize if that sounds like I'm attacking you because that's certainly not my intention. As with all things in our health and fitness journey, really in our lives, period, it's all about balance. In my humble opinion, in the age of swipe content and sound bites, we've lost a little bit of what I think is of the utmost importance, context. Now, that was a real old man shaking fists at clouds moment, wasn't it? In, in my day, we, we had a lot of context, but I mentioned this. Because when I say prioritize you, right, if you just take that at face value, you could take that statement and use it as little more than an excuse or justification to be a jerk. It would be like if I took that statement at face value, someone said, Gabe, prioritize you. And then a week later, I'm like, oh, man, I work so hard on my podcast and my videos, but my wife doesn't understand or appreciate what I'm trying to do, blah, 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 right? I I surmise that you've heard some variation of that inevitably from someone who is all about that hashtag rise and grind, a.k.a. hustle culture, right? They said something to that, like, oh, man, I could do this if only I had more support, blah, 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 right? All of that to me is, and this may be unpopular, but to me, that's just selfish and short-sighted. I could never say anything like that about someone that I've chosen has chosen, and who has chosen me to be their life partner. But, and the reason I say that is because we have a partnership, right? Me and the wife. I know this seems like a tangent, but you know that I'll probably bring it back around. If you enter into a partnership with someone, right, you're still your own human being. And again, I'm not a relationship expert, so feel free to be like rolling your eyes while you're out for a run and listening to this or whatever. But you enter enter into a partnership with someone, you're still your own human being, your own individual. I mentioned this because, of course, right, the wife and I have tons of overlap with our areas of interest, but we both have things we want to do professionally or creatively. Those desires don't always align, but we have always have open communication and we compromise because that's just what you do. When it comes to my creative endeavors, which I know that I dedicate a considerable amount of time to, those 
creative endeavors cannot come at the expense of my relationship with anyone in my life. These are things I want to do, right? But when it comes to relationships, whether it's with your significant other, your friends, your family, your coworkers, and most importantly, your relationship with yourself, in my estimation, it comes down to those same two things we touched on earlier, communication and effort. I put the effort in when I have time for myself, because if I want something that can only be accomplished by me, then I find the time to do that and I carve it out. I don't blame somebody else if it's not produced the way I want or I'm not able to produce at the clip that I want or anything like that. Now, sometimes that means that I don't get as much sleep as I would like, but it's all about prioritization and organization. You have got to put in the work in the gym if you want to see results. And the same goes for relationships. You get out what you put in. And if that effort is not reciprocated, then it may mean that a particular relationship isn't working unless some type of change comes. Now, I reiterate all this because this principle, to me, is fundamental to the cultivation of a marathon mindset. If you are not putting in the effort to make yourself feel good, to keep your perspective positive and focused on self-improvement and developing self-awareness, if you aren't honest with yourself and display a willingness to improve and adapt if things aren't working, then hearing the sultry sound of my voice blasting through your headphones or speakers isn't really going to do that much. Right here, right now, I'm going to ask for a favor. I want you to put up your index and your middle finger. I don't care which hand. And I want you to promise right now to kick off 2023 on the right foot and to make a commitment to being the best version of ourselves that we can be. If something in your life is doing you no favors, if it's only an albatross around your neck, evaluate why and what needs to happen for that not to be a drain on your peace of mind or your well-being. Think about what you truly need to improve and set a mantra to serve as a guiding principle over the course of the next 364 days, 365 I don't know which, if you count today or not. Well, I guess you guys would hear this on the third, but you get the, you get the point. I want you to list out a set of attainable goals and brainstorm or jot down what you need to do to reach those. Ensure the goals are measurable and actionable. And if you're setting a goal that's fitness related, ensure that the goals are pragmatic, realistic, and require a little work, but are not overly ambitious. Additionally, I'd recommend ensuring your goals have some length to them. I don't know how to phrase that, but I mean like you can't do it today and just be done for the remainder of the year. So as an example, I fully intend to diversify my content a bit this year. I want to begin adding more fitness content on the social channels. So I'm using the Anyone Can Run Instagram to post recaps of my daily gain session, share some thoughts, and then hopefully I can begin uploading short workout reels I find informative and engaging. For TikTok, I've been posting once or twice a week, and I tend to have those be 
complementary to my weekly YouTube videos. However, I purposely left that goal of diversifying my content off my list because conceivably, right, I could do it once and then be done. That's not conducive to refining work ethic or helping me reach my goals of growth. So just because a goal isn't on the list doesn't mean that I'm not going to start making some additional changes. Once you have your word and your mantra for the year, do me a solid and send it to me on Instagram. I'd like to begin sharing these stories so our community of psychomaniac pavement pounders or psychomaniac fitness fiends, because maybe you're not much of a runner, so we can begin supporting one another. Because to me, real world experience and context is infinitely more valuable than just hearing a set of rules or directions. 2023 will be our year, so long as we put forth the necessary effort and maintain open lines of communication, especially with ourselves. Focus on you, maintain balance, and let's get out there and show 2023 who's boss. I appreciate you spending some time with me today, and I hope you're seeing what I see, that truly anyone can run. We try to drop new episodes every other workout Wednesday, so make sure you smash that subscribe button. If you've ever got questions or ideas for a topic you'd like covered in a future episode, feel free to hit me up on Instagram or Twitter at AnyoneCanRunPod or at TrueBros. If you need more gains, do me a solid and pound that subscribe button on YouTube as I'm typically dropping a video every single Muscle Monday. And hey, if you want to see some interesting, short, quick TikToks, be sure to follow on there as well. It also helps when you leave a quick rating and review in your podcast app of choice to help us dominate the charts. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Anyone Can Run podcast. And if you did, don't forget to pound that subscribe button. If you didn't enjoy it well, you get what you pay for. And regardless, I look forward to seeing you on the road to Gainesville.